to the new Fabulous Show. I am your hostess, the fabulous Doris Birch, entrepreneur, mentor, investor, author, and founder of the women's empowerment company, Fab Factor, a coaching mentoring firm focused entirely on frequency and metaphysics, doing inner game frequency work for women leaders. I love the bling bling, thinking more fabulously bigger and doing it differently where we disrupt the status quo for women. We are rewriting the rules for business, making money, leadership, living, and changing the world. And we are doing it being fabulous, of course. This is the year for women like no other. And it is absolutely imperative to be on your own audacious path and especially giving yourself unapologetic permission to step into your new fab you. And so my guest today will be Andrea Brown. And we're going to talk about all the things in creating this life that we get to live and get to have and get and who we get to be along this journey. And it's so exciting. So let's bring Andrea on. Hello. Hello. It's awesome to be with you today. It is so exciting. I'm so glad to have you. So, Andrea, my new Fab You moment actually came when I finally just decided and surrendered and I let go of the identity of having a corporate career. And in that surrendering was also the decision um, that it was time to live a new story. And I realized that every day is a new day, a blank slate, a new dance with life, a new dance with God and soul and who I wanted to be. And that was the realization that I get to create a blank slate life. So I finally asked myself, I was like, okay, Doris, who do you want to be in this? Who do you want to be on the other side of this? And I think who do I want to be is one of the most powerful questions um, you can ask yourself because that question guided me in my thinking and my actions and which has led me to being here today in my own fab lane of impact in the world um, because I asked myself who I wanted to be. And so Andrea, did you have a moment that you had where you asked yourself a powerful question to step into your new fab you next level? No. <laughs> I have had several, <laughs> not just one. I have had so many. Uh, you know, my story is that I was a young mother of two kids and I was finally doing my own thing. Like I was doing what I was felt like I was called to do. And I was coaching women in transition, like work to home, home to work with kids, young kids, mothers of young children. And it was awesome. And my then husband came home one day and said, I got laid off. And so here I am. Okay, great. First thing I was so excited. Like I was so excited 
for him because he could then do his own thing. Like he could then bring his skills, amazing graphic designer and, and illustrator. He could then do his own thing. And, and we were like, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna make this thing happen. And it didn't. <laughs> and so, because two struggling business, or not struggling, two starting businesses where, you know, there's, there's ups and downs, there's gives and takes. And, and, you know, on that, on that path, um, I didn't yet have audacious path, but you know, like I was, I was like, I was getting there. I was, I was on it. And I turned around one day and we were $30,000 in debt. And I was like, okay, I asked myself a lot of questions at that point, like right. a lot of questions. And so I was, I was in that place where I knew that I wanted something better for me and my family. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to go back to work for somebody else. I'm going to have the benefits. I'm going to do the thing. And, and, you know, I was on my path because I was, I was still making a contribution. Right. Just in a different way. Right. And so within a year we were completely out of debt and our marriage wasn't quite working very well, mm. um, completely out of debt except for our house. So that point, I was then re- recruited by, because I was doing well in my career, I was recruited by somebody and ha- decided it was something that I really wanted to do, wanted to advance my, my career, wanted to make a difference for me and for my kids, yeah. but I didn't want to take the marriage with me. Huge another transition point. Um, we both decided that it was not the right thing to do to to continue to stay married. So I got divorced in 31 days. Wow. And then, and then moved my kids halfway across the country, uh, knew it, knowing only my boss and his, and uh, her her husband. And that was it. Um, bought a house, set my kids up for success, you know, in schools and and like huge transition point, huge transition point. And I was, I was on this path for myself to like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to like make a difference in matter. You know, you talk about showing up and being like who you're meant to be. And I was in this growth place. Like I was really understanding what I could do as, um, as a woman in, uh, in corporate or I was at the time I was in academia. And so I was around a lot of MDs, PhDs, and MD PhDs who, predominantly in a male male dominated you know, industry, um, and so I was like feeling my way, understanding what are my what are my abilities, what are my talents, and that was like how do I shine? How do I make this difference? And I already always had aspired to do what my boss had done, and then I got recruited by another place and moved my kids uh, and myself back halfway across the country um, to uh, another place where I was able to then have that role and like really play full on in um, in this academic uh, you know setting uh, and really get to understand again what are my abilities what are my talents how do I do this and 
you know, it's, we don't do it alone. We do it with others who are around us and it's, it's a collaboration in any position, any, any role. And I found that, you know, that wasn't quite working well for me. So I went to another place, went to another institution, um, was doing, you know, good work, doing, doing really great work. And I, and I kind of was in another one of those transition points where, what do I do next? Like I'm at the top of my career. I'm at the place where there's not, I'm doing the same thing over and over every single year. Oh yeah. It's another cycle. It's another, this, another, that. And I was at this place where I'm like, you know what, that thing that I used to do so many years ago, that when I had my own coaching business, I want that. I want to be able to make an impact with people. And so it was another, like you, I was like, okay, I'm leaving corporate. I'm leaving this this big paycheck. I'm leaving this all this stuff behind. Uh, even as a single mom with these two kids who were then now teenagers, um, and I said, "Okay, it's time for me. It's time for me to to shine in a new way. For me to share my gifts in a new way." And it's just it, like talk about an exciting ride all the way, <laughs> all the way through so fun and and amazing so with that journey um and that and all the the transition and the evolution um talk about the relationship with you the, the that fuels you into new dreams and new ways of being mm. and enjoying and doing you know how did you make that shift because now here you are stepping back into what really lights you up so what was that relationship to you about in your new dreams and your new way of being and enjoying and doing? That new relationship with me was all about listening. It was all about understanding what fuels me, what excites me, what, you know, through all of it. Cause it doesn't, what, what I'm coming to understand right now is it doesn't really matter what I'm doing per se it matters the impact that I'm having. It matters that what, how I'm showing up in the world, you know, it's an inside job, right? <laughs> it's, it's what's going on inside to be able to, to say, yes, this is truly me. Like what lights me up is me being my authentic self. And, you know, through, through all of these transitions, I developed audacious path. I, uh, you know, I, as a program that I work with clients around and I developed, um, you know, my, my money course, which is all about creating that strong financial foundation, which is what I was able to do through all of these transitions. It, and those are all pieces of the puzzle, you know, but the, the biggest part is about how I'm able to, to like look inside and say, yes, I'm not doing this for someone else's benefit per se. I'm doing it because it fuels me because I am, again, from the inside out, like growing and learning and expanding. Um, you know, I always say when I work with clients, like we're on this journey of growing and expanding the ever expansion outward sometimes it's like my body is growing, which I don't recommend. <laughs> but the, you know, the, the, um, 
what the spiritual growth, the the expansion of the, of the soul, uh, you know, as and and that's actually one of the things that I've put together in understanding the difference between like the inner work and the outer work. Like I talk a lot about like mindset and and specifically money mindset, but but I think that that money mindset is what drives our ability to have the resources to do the exploration that we're talking about, like to do all the things that we want to do and to be able to, um, to execute it to the best of our ability to, to get to those end results that we really truly want to have. And that's what it's all about. It's not about the having of things just to like keep up with whoever, uh, you know, the, the Joneses, as they say, but you know, it's, it's not about like the outward stuff. It's about, yes, I, I, I'm worthy. I matter and I can have these things because they make my path and my journey more fulfilling. They, they help me be more of who I am. Okay, so with you saying that, that's really powerful. Two things. One, I believe I work primarily with women. Well, I don't work primarily, I only work with women. So I don't know why I said primarily. <laughs> Crazy. Is that they do not give themselves any kind of permission to have, to even do the inner work, not really do the inner work. I don't believe, at least from the people I have worked with, is, you know, they think they might be doing a little inner work, which really isn't really the inner work. Um, but to do the real inner work, I mean, really to go within and really to tap into the power of who you get to be and then have that trans transfer on the outer and the outer things. Yes, I'm worthy. Yes, I deserve these things. I find they still don't give themselves that kind of permission. What do you think? I think that it takes conscious effort to make those changes. I think that if you want to know whether or not you are changing, listen to your language. <laughs> listen to the, true. yes, listen to the words that you yourself are speaking out into the world. And that'll give you all of the answers that'll tell you where you are and where you're going to be unless you consciously change them. Yeah. And the thing is about that is you do have to be in a real intentional place of consciousness to hear the words that you are really saying that come out of your mouth and catch them and, and course correct because you can stop it. Um, but as you're saying that, and it takes me back to just your whole thing, audacious path, audacious, the the audaciousness of being who you want to be. That is quite a journey. How do people respond to really stepping into that level of audaciousness? You got to want it. Because it takes a little bit of effort and sometimes a lot of effort. A lot of effort, girl. <laughs> it's and it and it's so funny because you know what? 
Like that sounds hard and sometimes it can be hard, but it also can be the easiest thing you ever do because it's really slipping in to who you really are and right. showing up as you really truly are. Now that takes courage. I've got a sign back here um, in my office. It says courage, you got this, love Andrea. <laughs> because it takes courage. And, yeah. and you know, one of the things that I like to say is that uh, when you set up the boundaries for you and you keep those boundaries for you, no matter what, no matter what, it doesn't matter whoever who says, oh, you know, what about this? What? No, this, these are my boundaries, whatever they are. And it does, it can be around multitude of things. The important thing is that you set those boundaries. They're yours to, to choose. They're yours to adjust if needed. And they're yours. They're yours, yours, yours. Nobody else can talk you out of them. And when you're able to do that and stay in that kind of courage, you can do whatever you want. That is the, the key that unlocks the doors, the windows, um, every lock there possibly is that you have on yourself, any shackles that you are holding. That is the biggest key. And like you said, it, it it's easy and simple. And yet it's not, I mean, it's easy and simple when you really get into that place. But like you said, it takes a lot of courage. And I think that's the thing with women have with the courage piece. Mm -hmm. You just said something that was so important. So, so it can be super easy. No, wrong. It, it can be super simple. It's not always easy. That's so differentiating between the two. Like it's super simple, simple, simple to be yourself. It's much more complicated to try to take on somebody else or do what somebody else says because you don't even know what the parameters are if they're not your own. You don't. Need, you can't even tap into that because it's not you. It's it's a facade, and so super simple, not always easy. Not always easy, but it is. But it becomes. I in in, in my camp, it, I think it becomes very easy when you really get to that place of who you want to be. Once that, I mean the. The scriptures say the windows of heaven open up and they do. They literally open up and you're. And um, those are the boundaries, right? Those are the places where like you, you set those up and you you're go good. and you and because you have you've tapped into which people find it so hard, I think, to really, really, really trust and believe is that irregardless of how you grew up or what paths you have taken, when you decide to get on the path that is your path that was blueprinted into your DNA, which is your truth, it literally opens up door after door after door, but you do have to take the steps and you do have to walk through it and you do have to believe and you have to have a level of faith and you have to know who you really are in this process. And, and that's what I think is the, what you're calling um, and at least the way I define it is that true audaciousness because that makes you absolutely unstoppable. I agree. I agree. I so agree. And I, I would love to go back to something that we were talking about earlier. And you yeah. talked about this idea of understanding and noticing oneself. Like we were talking about words and how important they are. And, and when 
a woman understands and notices what they're saying and takes takes note of it that's at the that's the point of change that's the point of oh wait i just said that uh and maybe that's not what i really think you know maybe that's not really how i want my world to be and um i use this as an example um this was a, a point like i was in high school and i kept saying the word um all the time over and over and over again other people would point it out to me i was not aware i just right. didn't know that i was doing it it was right. a habit it was a thing in my life that was there so once people started pointing it out slowly over time i realized oh yes i am saying i'm a lot aren't i and then i would realize that i just said um 50 times in the last paragraph and then i would say oh i just noticed i said it five times in the last sentence and then i realized i was about to say it then i realized i was about to say it and i had a decision about whether or not i was going to say it but i still said it anyway and then when I got to the point where I was about to say, um, in a sentence and I stopped and I paused or I decided not to say it, that's when the point of decision, that's when I was able to change my whole life. Now it's a simple example. Anything can be put in its place. Right. It's all about noticing. We can't change anything we don't know exists. We can't change anything we aren't aware of. That's true. And once you become aware of it, then that's where the accountability comes in. So just like you said, you started noticing because you make you're making it a conscious effort to to course correct that where you don't say it anymore. And it does become where you start to hear it and and then you can stop yourself. And I think that is a great example because that is applicable to any and everything. It can be words, it can be things that you do that you don't want to do anymore. Those are things to pay attention to. Exactly. And this point of noticing is around everything in our lives. And we, you know, language is super important to me. I think it dictates how we think and feel. It shows us what we're thinking and what we're feeling. And that and that is another point of change that we can can have for ourselves. And we're at the point of decision when we are noticing ourselves. So I talk a lot about just noticing and being the observer in our own lives. So if we ask ourselves, what's going on? Like, what are we thinking about in any particular moment? Like what's going through our brain? And we can stop and notice what's happening. And who is that? That's us as the observer. We can watch our words, we can watch our thoughts, we can watch our emotions and step back from them and not be in them. And sometimes we wanna be in them and we wanna feel them all full on, which is great because I don't wanna avoid them. And it's also a point of power when we're able to observe them and say, okay, this is, I understand now what's happening and what's going on. And then it's a point of decision what we want to do next. Yeah, you know, I like that because I, that makes me really think of, of you know, one of my core things of the reason I do the work that I do is simply that I know I'm here for women to step into the highest version of who they've been created to be. And 
when you when you step out of this version and you are observing I you know that's like your higher self observing yourself and then you get to just discount and you just get to leave it behind is you know and just be like oh okay that was that version this version operates and functions and shows up in the world this way and you and and again like I said earlier people discount decisions but deciding is so powerful you just decide you know it's like just decide and when you really just decide that this is how you're going to be that's who you now step into it's no like wavering going back and forth because I I, and I know people like to think they can do that, but either you're going to be your higher self or you're not. I don't think you can waver back and forth because why would you want to go back when you stepped into your higher self? There's no reason to go back. What do you think? I, I think you can do those things and, you know, you can waver and it's painful when you do. It's painful because you're in this new place and then you're not and you're in this new place and then you're not. And, you know, it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier with boundaries. When you make the decision, the decision are, creates the boundaries. And when you have those and you keep them, you stay in the new place. Now, mm. give yourself some grace. Give yourself some, we're all human. Yeah. You know, we're having this human experience. And we get to enjoy it. We get to do the things without beating ourselves up. So whatever has happened in the past doesn't matter because it's already, we've been there, done that, it's, it's gone. And that, that includes the last moment we just had. Right. And the moment we just had, and the moment we just had, like it's all gone. That's and so that yeah. new fab you is that new blank slate. When you understand I, that, that every day is a new day, every moment is a new moment, every second is a blank slate. I mean, it's just that course correct. We are capable of just constantly evolving with the new blank slate. And, you know, that's what this is so about. I love, I love that. You know, it was bringing to mind too, that the fact that I told you a little bit about my story and the transitions that I have made throughout, you know, my life and career and parenting and all of that when I moved to a new place and when I moved to Wisconsin, which is where I live now, I knew absolutely no one. I knew no one. And talk about a blank slate, like didn't know the area, hadn't really been here to interview for the job, you know, that, and that was it. And so we can create those external blank slates that sometimes help us along the way, but you don't have to. Like that's pretty extreme. When when people hear my story, they're like, "You did what?" <laughs> and and so so yeah. So life transitions can be big. They can be small. They can be internally created. They can be externally created. The important part is that you can do it at the drop of a hat. You know, you can in any moment, in any any moment, you can decide make the decision, this is my new clean slate, these are the decisions, these are parameters, this is what I'm gonna to do to move forward, and here we go. Let's see what happens. That is absolutely the truth, because I know from my own personal journey to finally step into really what I was being called to 
was an eight year gap. <laughs> it took me eight years because of all the who can I be? This is what I do. This is who I'm supposed to be, you know, going back and forth, back and forth, because there was no how there was no like, you know, I'm a um, constant student. So I didn't couldn't get a degree in this new thing that I was supposed to be doing. I didn't that tells me how you're supposed to do it. And so there was eight years, which is why I'm so, so, you know, preaching probably or just insistent on women getting to understanding this blank slate life that you get to create instead of waiting for years and years putting putting your dream or who you, you know when you've been when it's been identified who you get to step into being and or you have this desire to be this new version to just hold and wait is just unnecessary um, and it just stops you from the impact you're really here to be making. Um, and so it's why I'm like, just now, when now is now, really now is now that when I had gotten my download, I was really equipped at that moment to do it. Um, it's just the questioning. And if you can get past that questioning, um, and really step onto your audacious path, I think that is, that's the, the shift. I agree. And We've been there, done that. We have the stories to tell people, right? And we have those journeys to be able to hopefully shorten other people's journeys along the way. Hopefully. Like we're here, right, right. We're here to guide them. And and you know what? Everybody stumbles and falls. Everybody makes decisions that may or may not fully support what their future holds. <laughs> and it's all okay. It's all okay. It's all part of the journey. So, you know, I'm, I'm really, really good. It used to be, it used to be really, really good at beating myself up. <laughs> and, and that doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anybody else. You know, so there, there may be, we might have, we might say there are wrong turns on the path, so to speak. I don't think that's true. I don't think so either. They're, they're all, they're all right. They all they're all right to where you need to go. They really do. Cause when you can look back and see, you know, they were all necessary. And they got us to today, right? They got you to today. Yeah. And, and today. Good. And it's, but it, the biggest word that comes from that um, is you really do learn to trust yourself. Yes. And trust the internal guidance that you do get along the way because it does guide you yes Andre, it was so great to have you on the new fabulous show today thank you for being our guest thank you andrea scott brown audaciouspath.com so you know i i just am so pleased that we are here to to share this wonderful day together um Thank, yeah. you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. You are fabulous. You are the fabulous Doris Birch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I will. I am and I own it. And so, yes. So, bye. It was so good having you here. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the New Fab You Show. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get my new shows every week. 
Also, I love it if you leave us a review so more women like you can discover us. We are on Apple Podcasts and the new Podcast.com. I love to hear from you personally. Come join the conversation on social. You'll mostly find me on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find my links to my other platforms at thefabfactor.com. The new Fabu Show is the elevated, unapologetic permission conversation for women leaders. And I am honored you tuned in.